As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs and medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning. The following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example. Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the soon-to-be-disposed location, <laughs> this is Real Spoilers 2017. No, 2017. 217. <laughs> what? I have... I have the same problem when I label the episode. Every single time after 210 that I Do label the zero? episode, I put a zero in there because I'm episode thinking... Episode 2017. Yeah. yeah. So it's exactly... Day. When there's I type a, it, I just a, go... There's a time jump. Right. Yeah. I just go I just go 2016. I'm like, damn it, it's 216. You know? So I've done it every time the last... But you year. have the excuse of your typing. True. Because it's like I'm muscle memory. It's like putting the date after the year changes, yeah, and then yeah. four months later, you're finally... I did, I did it yesterday. I'm still writing. <laughs> I'm, I wrote 2014 I'm yesterday. I'm still writing George Bush and all my checks. Like I got this. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> One or two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't write many checks. And who does? So there's that. Yeah. That's yeah. that's still a thing. So episode 216. Have you seen it? Show, it slows Sully. down the whole uh, store, wherever you're at. What? Writing checks. It, sl- it slows uh, no. down the whole transaction. Is that right? Yeah. Like when you're at a restaurant or a grocery store and someone writes a check and what then What restaurant do you go to yeah, where they take write, checks? They take personal checks. Oh, I'm, I'm I, sorry. I think I meant like convenience store or a, oh. or a, or a uh, you know, those commercials with Tina Fey and everyone oh, stops. Oh, oh, uh, oh, no, oh. They write the check and the whole thing stops. Yes. That's what it's happens. like I know. It's like, does that really still, who still writes checks? I don't know. And I'll tell you, I was somewhere, I was somewhere the other day and the person in front of me stops and they're like, you take a check. Yes. And they had to write it out and they run it through their machine. And I'm like, 
Why? There's Don't you just the, get a they, debit that's, card? That's, yeah. like, like, at this point, that's this close to being like, do you work on barter? Yeah. <laughs> Can I, I pay for this with beads and a live chicken? It just seems so strange. It's like, there's a, you know, there's a card that connects to the same thing. You don't have to write the date. You don't have to write and and zero and wavy nine. You just put it in. Like, you don't have to worry. But with checks, you don't have to worry about uh, anybody hacking your that's account. That's also because true. Because today's, uh, today's criminals, they don't even remember how to forge a check. <laughs> right, right. That's true. You put a check but in front of them, they're like, what? I'm just yeah. going to, you know what? It's easier. I'm just going to go get a job. I'm just, gonna, I'm just yeah, <laughs> leaving my life of crime behind, and I'm going to become gainfully employed. You've taught me a lesson, man. Yes, thank you. Oh. So, uh, I like Batman. I guess let's go around. Does Batman teach lessons? Lessons in pain. <laughs> at the end of every Batman episode, there's like a what we've learned tie up at the end where they talk to little Billy about <laughs> what have he you learned today? My dad in the face. I've learned not to be a psychopathic clown killer. <laughs> yeah. I've learned to not allow a mob boss to throw acid on one side of my face. <laughs> That's so, a very specific lesson, Billy. Yeah, it's, it's hyper specific, <laughs> but if that were to occur, you'll be very happy he knows it. <laughs> so I guess let's go around the table real quick, and everybody can introduce themselves. <laughs> this is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. There we go. So uh, quick shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. I uh, did the League of Show shares in the last one, so you're not getting it twice, you greedy mm. bastards. <laughs> yeah, lame. And, uh, bastardettes <laughs> for the women, you know. <laughs> Bastard heads. <laughs> and, name a punk band. Yeah, it would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so there, I did all the shameless plugs. I guess we will dive into the movie of the week, which is Sully. Sully. So, yeah. uh, here uh, we go. As I said in the previous episode, I don't remember this happening. Uh, How do you not remember I really, this I don't. I just don't I, get that at all. I really do. I, it I was don't. Everywhere. everywhere. I mean, this was in the age of internet and Facebook. And we said, and what, it was 2009? Yeah. I was getting married. Like I, when did it? What what month did this happen? January. I was get, I was literally getting married. When, I, what January? January, January fourteenth. What country? Oh, were you this in? happened the day after. Did you go on? A, did you go on a honeymoon? No. Uh, in July. Okay, but uh, not immediately. Because no. Well, this is why it happened on January fifteenth. So that I would have. They that's were, true. He had some consummating to do. Were you, it's true. Uh, <laughs> busy on the fifteenth. Uh, I mean, I was busy before the fifteenth. I was busy after the fifteenth. <laughs> yeah, nobody follows those rules anymore, son. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so now we know. Yeah. Okay, that, <laughs> that makes more sense <laughs> as to why our daughter's not. birthday is May twenty first. Well, that's a little quick, but yeah. It all worked out. May 21st, 2011. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's a little late, but it all worked out. <laughs> yeah, I got ma- I got married in 09, bought a house in... No, I got bought a house in 2009. I uh, got married in... Oh, no, wait. I got married in 2010. <laughs> so now oh. I have no excuse. <laughs> Do not edit this part out. You need, you, need to, is... you need to take a snippet of this and send, send it this to, to his wife. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, She'll know. Oh, my gosh. She knows. So what was your excuse? What so, the hell were you doing during the Miracle of the Hudson? The same thing I was doing after the day after my wedding day. <laughs> it was a lot more plausible right. when it was your wedding right, day. Right, right. But now when no, it's I had really... his first anniversary. So did you go on a first anniversary trip? No. What the? No. Yeah, I no, he got married in 2010. This is, this is 2009. So first anniversary, right? No, no, no. He got married in 2010. Oh, this crap. happened a year before. This happened the year before. Oh, the year before. No, no, I really don't remember this at all. <laughs> Were you celebrating the first anniversary? I could have been. <laughs> yeah. your, your negative one anniversary. <laughs> a year I also, from today. I have an awful memory. Like, I will I make you an honest woman. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this, it's tough because there's everybody knows this story apparently, oh, except for me. Uh, <laughs> you apparently just learned about it. I did. Yeah. Um, so. 
there's not a lot to say about the movie itself other than like in my like this is a different Tom Hanks that I that I think we've seen in a long time like he's not very lovable if that makes sense uh, or likable I mean uh. he's he I think he's definitely likable but like Tom Hanks kind of has that presence on screen of I don't even know how to describe it other than like the he, everyman and and he's yeah he's kind of he's likable you know, but he's been doing this kind of thing for a while I mean Captain Phillips was like I felt this. like he was more there was that nine eleven movie uh, extremely loud and incredibly close, close? or something yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you know he was definitely more uh, reserved in right. that movie so. right uh, yeah so in, in this one he plays uh, Sully the captain I'm not I can't say his Sullenberger? last name was that what it was mm-hmm. all right. Chelsea Sullenberger is actually his name. Like I, the only reason I realized oh, it's on, Chelsea. Yeah, it was on his the oh. name plate when they were doing the big hearing. I get it now, Sully. Right, that's why it's called <laughs> right. Sully. Okay, I totally get it now. Okay, it makes complete hey, sense. Hey, Chelsea. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the whole, um, I believe, the opening of the movie is a dream sequence where he's they're they're doing the whole plane thing and he's trying to turn it around to go back to the you know the the plane the the engines go out. Um, they're trying to turn the plane back around to go to LaGuardia Airport, mm-hmm. and they end up crashing. In and it's you know this is tough. This is a, it, it, the timing of this. The timing Man, of yeah. the release of this movie uh, is can be difficult given some of the imagery on screen. And I don't think they're doing it to invoke anything 9-11 related. I think they're showing what could have happened. Could have happened. I mean, yeah. it had clearly made certain and decisions. And there's a line in the movie where it was like, this is the first time New York's had anything to be happy about in a long time. Especially with airplanes. Especially with airplanes. Right. Yeah. So, right. no, I definitely don't think they were trying to reconstruct anything to do with that or any parallels. It was just that, as we see as the movie progresses, that he had... A very brief amount of time, thirty seconds. He had, they, I think, the total the flight was two hundred and eight yeah, seconds. seconds. But he had thirty seconds to make a reaction, or right? Whatever, as we'll come to find out. So you know, he had Which, to now two hundred eight seconds. Are we still talking about your honeymoon night, or <laughs> no? That was twenty three. Yeah, twenty three seconds. Twenty three seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, that's right. right, 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 right. Twenty three. Well, there's but, a refractory period, and then yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was twelve times. Right, but, you got to get that one out of the way first. Um, but uh, but you know, so he had a very short amount of time to make decisions and. And we'll go into that, but he could have turned Shut up, to Tom. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> Shut up, Kevin. Oh. That's, just, that's just a guilty conscience on your yeah, part. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I'm. I'm trying to get through this first synopsis, but uh, he could have either turned to Laguardia or he could have went the other way to New Jersey. Uh, oh, there was a third one as well. Like there, there was like a total. I think there was like three. Because they end up only testing two. Right. Uh, yeah. So I don't really remember, but it's like he could have gone left or right, basically. And as, Well, I guess he could have maybe done JFK, LaGuardia, or New Jersey. May, well, I think they even say, like, the one of the flight attendants, she's like, well, that was a I joke. Hate, yeah. yeah, but I feel like that JFK wasn't around. Like, that's why they were leaving. It was around. No, it was around, right. it was around but it, like they, he couldn't have gotten to it. Like, it wasn't an option. I yeah. don't think it was an option in that yeah. equation. But there it is, like, you know the way to leave on time from here? Leave from, leave from JFK. JFK. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, so he had to make a quick decision. And as we all know, I, this isn't really even spoiling anything. As Joe said, everyone but Joe knows the story. <laughs> I know so. the story now. Well, yeah, but uh, I hope <laughs> I hope that you went. You weren't in one of those fancy seat theaters when I you fall asleep. asleep. <laughs> but uh, he he decided to take option three, which was to land on the Hudson. And so, as we'll find out later, a lot of things could have went wrong uh, if he would have went to LaGuardia because he would have had to cut through a city. Right. And normally, you can just fly right over the city, but he was losing altitude and would have been too low to ground in either case. So, showing him crashing into a building is a very real life example of what would have oh, happened sure. and it, or could have happened if you went to LaGuardia. So it's not really, 
it's nothing like in bad taste or like, oh, no, no, so no. close nine eleven. Like, it's totally separate. It just happens to be in New York. You know, they had a perfect reason for showing sure. that. Sure. It turns out to be a dream. So he wakes up and he, we are immediately thrown into the hearings that he's going through with. And it's weird. Like, this movie has so many character actors, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of people. So, like, you've got Mike O'Malley, I think is his yeah, name. Yeah, Mike O'Malley. Who was, like, I remember him from, like, The Legends of the Hidden Temple, which yep. was, like, a... He was on that, and then he was on that comedy for a long time, right? Wasn't Mike, he Mike, and, Mike. and Molly? No, Mike, Mike, and, Mike and Molly was... Sorry, the, Mike and Mike. Mike yeah. and Mike. Yeah. Um, but Legends was, of the Hidden Temple is where I remember yeah, Mike, yeah, he was Mike a, O'Malley. Mike O'Malley yeah. from OMAC from yeah. Legends of the Hidden Temple. So, you've got That's, him... Wasn't he also on Glee? Oh, he, he was. was. He, he was, was Kirk's dad on yeah, Glee. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then he was also on My Name is Earl. He played the gay cop. Oh, really? On my, I think he was a gay cop. Did he on die on Glee? Because he, he had cancer or something, I think. He on, had cancer. I kind of gave up on Glee. I did, too. I got to, it like, got, season three, and I quit. And, yeah, it got... Once the they started sending him off to college, it got yeah. pretty dumb. And then when, uh, whatever, the kid died, I was just... It, it was oh. like... You know it, that The Flash and Supergirl were both on Glee. Oh, were they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, they can have that musical. They're going to do a musical episode, yeah. So, but you've got him, and then you've got the guy who's to his his other right hand man, who was like the lieutenant on Law and Order, Criminal Intent. But he was also in um, Spotlight. He was the Jamie he was, Sheridan. Yeah, he was the lawyer in Spotlight. Then Michael Keaton goes and like, oh, look, okay. man, like you've got the info, and um, the gal to his left is also somebody that I've recognized. Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, that was that was yeah, his wife. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Okay, Anna Gunn is the yeah. Mrs. Walter White. Right, right, right. Yeah. Skyler. Um, what? Her name was Skyler. Oh, was it Skyler? Yeah. Okay. Just like Zachary Quinto and Heroes. Yeah, that's Skyler. Right. Skyler. Yeah. That's that's a thing that people try to name their kids. Right? I'm just thinking that two TV shows. <laughs> yeah. But I then think I was, like the Breaking Bad one better. I think that's a safe bet, yeah. All right, first season of Heroes well, is good. It, it, it's Siler. Siler. That's I was like, it's not Skyler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's those first though. two seasons are good. No, those were good seasons. But season but, three and four yeah. were not good. That circus thing? I don't know. It's, that's where I fell off. The like, I got with to the, the guy from Prison Break. Yeah, I got to the uh, end of season two when I was like, "Oh man, we're gonna do Days of Future Past. This is gonna be great." Yeah. And then season three, I'm like, "We never awful. find out how Hero became a badass future ninja, right?" No, nope. nope. we never found out. Worf was Worf was the president from Next oh. Generation. I, I gave up played. on that show. I think about half. Oh man, like, but, maybe I made it to season three, but, but I, like, I got I quit at season Hero. Three. I mean, Hero was such a badass when he <laughs> yeah. came from the future and had the awesome sword, and you're like. What happened? And then we and never we find never out. Know. No, because they and I never watched. They, they didn't, didn't know. know. <laughs> and I never watched the Reborn. What was that? All it was about? awful. It was. They, they only brought Is that done. They yeah, came yeah. and went. They brought yeah, on um, the horn rim glasses guy. Yeah, he yeah. was like the he main guy, the only, yeah. but he was the only return. Like he, they even referenced Claire. Like she's dead. That's like his they, daughter, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, what's her name from? Sure. I remember the Titans. Hayden Panettiere. The cheerleader. Yeah, yeah, the cheerleader. Yeah. Um, save the cheerleader save the world save the world <laughs> man that was a good first season it really was good yeah. it was the it was in the middle of the writer's strike right second season yeah that's, which that's when it, made, it went off the rails yeah. Yeah. no it was already going off the rails I, second season was good they no that was a good no. show when it started first though. season was good because yeah. yeah. it was but see you were watching it through the prism of lost which at that point lost oh that's true kept asking questions right. but not giving you answers and right. then but heroes came on they would ask you questions and then they would give you answers. And so you felt like there was this momentum to the show. Okay. Right. And then you realize that they didn't know what they were doing <laughs> and they were completely winging it. Yep. And, and, and like that first season was really good. And then they came back and you realize they had painted themselves into a corner and they didn't know what to do. And then they started. Is that where they made Siler a good guy? They would go back and forth. It was, yeah, yeah. And then it was, it was just ridiculous. And then they, 
once they really started doubling down on time travel is yeah. when because that's the way it always works. Because they would they would use that. They would do some like crazy intense thing where you're like, Oh my god, what next? And then you're like, Oh, time travel. Bloop, didn't we fixed happen. It. And it was just and they did that yeah. over and over and yeah. over to where there was no emotional. Once you stakes. start using time travel as a crutch to, yeah. to ride around your show that you can't figure th- I mean that's They made him they, there was they were teasing that he was a Petrelli brother. But there was the three of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Siler they Peter, did. He was like their half brother. Yeah, he was their yeah. half brother, and then all of a sudden they were like, oh, "Never man. mind." Yeah, it was, was like, "What the?" F- well, and I think because the show kept changing writers and showrunners. It did. Yeah, right. but Jeff Loeb the, was a Jeff comic book writer. Jeff yeah, Loeb, who yeah. now is in charge of all of Marvel's TV stuff. Okay, yeah. it w- was the creative consultant. Yeah, on and they he would, left it. Yeah. They, so they would, whenever they would bring new people on. They'd be like, well, we we want to go in this direction, so we have to wipe out everything that came before it. Yep. And then and but when they did that, like when they were on their like third or fourth time of doing that, it was just like, no, we're <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I can't do it anymore. I'm done. It's not good. Back to the movie. Back the to day. the movie du jour. One of the things that I dug about this movie is they never give you the full story. Yeah. You know, like you're going to get a little be- a little piece of it here and then you're going to get it from the air traffic control guy's point of yeah, view. Yeah, I like the disjointed storytelling. It's something that I really it took me a second to like settle in and figure out what they were doing I love because they jumped do that. I it love jumped that. around, but I was like I really like it. I like how they told the story and I like how they showed the same thing from several different angles. Right. Well, and like, I think I I think the movie benefits from a very short runtime. It does. It's an I hour and 32 minutes. It's, a, it's quick. Yeah, and because really there's not a lot of story to tell here. Right. Especially there, not on a 5 minute flight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what yeah. are you going to and the guy, it's not like... I mean, yeah, he had a 40-year career as a pilot that flies back and forth. But you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't really anything that impressive to talk about in his flashbacks or his life. So you've got a yeah, short I thought, event. I thought the flashbacks were kind of pointless. I think those yeah. were definitely filler because they flash back to where he's a kid. Right. And, like, just... Is that his old man? I couldn't tell. I didn't, yeah. And then they flash back to when he's, like, a fighter pl- pilot and there's an incident. And, and there's a landing that's kind of crazy. And then he pulls yeah. it off and they're like, you're amazing. Because, like, it, nothing really happened. It right. was just a way to... I'm sure that they were very important moments to him. Oh, sure. As sure. Human, yeah, yeah, yeah. But from a, for a film goer, yeah. it was kind of like, oh, it was a rough landing and then you did it. Okay. So I'm, I'm yeah. glad they didn't, like, try to stretch it out beyond belief. It's a good runtime. Yep. Yeah. And then, again, showing all these different moments. I mean, so you see this... Five Five minute incident but you see it from the air traffic controller you see it from the cockpit right you see it from all these different and then you see it a couple different times uh before and after these hearings or during the hearing when they're going over the flight recorder and all that so right. like, well i feel like eastwood learned from he made a movie a few years back with matt damon called hereafter he did yeah that's yeah. right yeah and uh, is that a plane movie too there i think there's a plane scene and there's a there's a tsunami scene yeah and the oh, tsunami the scene tsunami yeah, yeah. was like was really good but I, and it looked looked great um although i will say uh the impossible did it better um which one was that where the family gets separated by the tsunami oh the, 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 uh, yeah. luke owen wilson yeah i think it, yeah. yeah 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 that's a great I, movie. you said that before it. i didn't like the hereafter one i thought the, the, the CG here, was bad the hereafter what was uh like it was okay but i yeah. could tell i'm like oh that looks so but mm. i but i think he learned the lesson of like, he had this big, exciting set piece in the movie, and then he had nothing else. Like, <laughs> yeah. everything else was like a quiet, contemplative movie oh, and not man. a very good one. What was right. he doing? And Matt Damon was just walking around. Yeah, like, to, it was like oh. three stories about people who kind of had brushes with death, and it, they're like, I don't know how to live in the world now. Okay. And, yeah. and, uh, and it was really like an art house movie with this big, huge CGI yeah. scene at the beginning. And I think people were like, thought, and the studios really pushed this whole tsunami aspect and you uh, thought because it was visually interesting yeah. and 
And the rest of the movie wasn't like that. And so no. I think he realized I, he makes small. Like, I feel like Eastwood using CG is weird. Like he he's always made he smaller movies. He doesn't typically pick topics yeah. that would need something like that. Right. Probably not since Firefox. But uh, <laughs> oh, was, that hot, was that was that a hot button topic that uh, airplane movie? I don't know. I figured you have to use. I guess that's true. More stunt stuff, and yeah. you know, like they probably didn't. Firefox use CG. was like a pretty early in his directing career. Oh no, it was in the eighties. It was in the eighties, but he's been directing movies since. Yeah, I guess that's true. Early seventies, yeah. but um, but it was like a like another like a Top, Top Gun. Gun type of yeah. movie. Oh, I honestly don't remember which came first, but I feel like Top Gun came first. Yeah, I, I don't. Firefox. I feel like came out. Maybe it didn't. Maybe that came out in eighty one. That sounds early. I don't I, think it I came can out tell that you. Early. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, this only old, there was some sort of <laughs> website yeah, that let's, would tell uh, us. Gentlemen, let's stop guessing, <laughs> and I will tell you right now. Firefox was 1982. Ah, it does predate Top Gun. Uh-huh. How about that? Mm-hmm. And Top I didn't Gun's think what, it was 87? that early. Uh, 80, 85? 85 or 86. I, I can tell you if you give me oh, a moment. What? Too what is you, this weird machine you speak of? You were magic. 1986. Ah. Oh. I'll take it for one dollar, Bob. Yeah. But yeah, I think that he kind of learned and and don't you put know, the big scene up front. Yeah. yeah, and in this one, you know, he he keeps going back to that <laughs> the scene, same scene over and over. <laughs> right, again. It's like and, wait a minute, that but big... he, he found an effective way to do it. I, yeah, I, I, I loved the way that they the kept way he going did it in this it. story makes like it's it's easy. Yeah, and I don't you know obviously yeah. filmmaking is not an easy thing, but. You, when you have the same set piece, you can show over and over and over from different angles. Yeah, and it and makes I, things a little bit easier. And just to jump ahead, I mean, because it's scattered throughout the movie, I thought the CG was great. It had its moments. Yeah, I, I think mean, I think that the the first time I saw the first time you see the plane, it was a little rough. Yeah. I think. I mean, it wasn't but, perfect, but as far as blending it in with like going behind buildings and stuff, and like showing it flying through the sky from different angles, I'm like, wow! Like it wasn't jarring. It wasn't no. off putting. Like, oh, it's a CG plane. Like I thought they did a great job. Yeah. Um. So yeah, pretty much the entire movie is about um, where Sully is emotionally after yeah. this big ordeal. So I, they they introduce his wife via phone, who is uh, Laura Linney. Are we led to believe something was going on? I, so like I constantly fine, I constantly thought that there was some because they reference it in the hearing yeah. where Mike O'Malley is like, "Is everything okay at home?" It's like nothing and, more than the usual, right? And and it seemed like that was under downplaying it. And I guess I, the way Laura Linney and they were playing it. Because obviously yeah. they're not on screen together, yeah. Um, because they're Laura Linney and his daughters are in wherever he yeah. lives, and he's in New York. Yeah. Um, but I definitely felt like there weird. was some tension. But they never brought it up, and they never. Well, it's not like they were having some money problems. They were having some financial issues, which they reference. Where I guess they've got um a, like an apartment building or an apartment somewhere, and they're trying to find a tenant. Uh, and Laura Linney's kind of a bitch. Where. Tom Hanks is in the middle of like this giant crisis and she's like oh by the way you don't forget about this financial stuff we have to deal with as well yeah, but, we, but you know that's how it works like your life it goes is on true like it, that, is, it is very true I just thought I was like you've got horrible timing woman yeah. can you just wait yeah. like a week and then we'll deal with this um, so yeah they kind of do reference that there's a little bit of money trouble um, they reference that Tom Hanks is or Sully is kind of started this like aircraft safety firm yeah he's but like a consultant he's a consultant um so there's a little bit of maybe they've they've dumped a bunch of money into that yeah and they're you know that kind of has has stretched them kind of thin um but it's i also think it's tough to build a relationship with people in a movie when they never interact like i feel like it's so like i felt disconnected from that relationship just because yeah. yeah like if they're not on screen like it's uh what was that what was the Clooney one 
that we just money did. money monster yeah is that right we're like you didn't feel it like they're there because they were never on screen together yeah and those are two uh, as I, I think well i just don't think you could crunch the algos that's exactly what it was you my dirty you quant. dirty quant yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so this entire movie is built on tom hanks and like yeah. him dealing with the the repercussions of what he had done his self-doubt like did i make the wrong decision because yeah, of, they're they're basically questioning and they're were, were you showboating were you like was this just an excuse so you could try this right and you know and they're trying to they're trying to throw him under the bus they're basically yeah. i mean because the crazy thing is the way that we all see it and everyone besides joe who was involved around this <laughs> story that that it was a part of their life i like, wasn't involved i was on the plane kevin what are you talking about that's yeah. why i don't remember i just blocked yeah. it out <laughs> but it's like for all of us he's a hero and he was he saved 155 lives and everybody and Everybody calls him a hero. And everyone calls Everybody him Everybody with the exception of the, this panel of people. But the, the national, you know, the air security administration or whatever, and uh, especially the insurance company for the plane, they're concerned. Like, they're not looking at him as a hero. They're looking at him as, well, you could have been a hero if you landed our $1.5 <laughs> billion dollar plane or whatever it costs. You know, right. so like someone has to answer for why this plane is destroyed. So, you know, yeah, they're happy everyone's alive. But it's like if they could have been alive and you and just made a different decision. I kind of got the vibe. And they touched on this, that there were some insurance issues where like if the plane had crashed, <coughs> excuse me, oh. they knew the insurance company knew how to handle that. But it didn't crash. It but they a, still lost it. But they right. landed in the water. Well, that's what they said. Like, He's like, you know, this that never has a crash like this happened. He's and, like, da da da. Yeah. It's a forced water landing. Right. And he was very clear to yeah. like. He's like, I didn't crash a plane. Right. Like he, you know, he landed. I landed on, a plane yeah. Yeah. on water. Right. Um, Which they are theoretically designed to do. But then they also say like, no one's ever survived a water <laughs> landing. Right. Which makes me wonder, like, well, then what are all those goddamn <laughs> flotational devices yeah. for? What is all this? You have all of this stuff. Like, talk about a placebo <laughs> oh yeah no, we'll be fine we can land these in the water it'll be fine on your international flight no. i just saw a poster for uh the uss indianapolis starring nicholas cage yeah what yeah like you know that's the that's the the boat from jaws yeah. like that's the story they tell in jaws apparently it's that story yeah, I Nicholas heard Cage. they were going to try and make that, Nicholas but I, Cage I, I thought it was a spinoff. I thought it, it's not a spinoff of Jaws. Like it's the, it, the in Jaws, he tells that story about the oh, like Quint was on the boat. And, yeah, and the the government denied that this happened right. for years. Like they didn't even at the time of Jaws, they hadn't admitted that. Oh, it so this occurred. is real, and they yeah. talked about it. Yeah, in it was Jaws. a real okay, thing. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and so for a long time, people didn't know if that was a real story or not because totally the government real. would deny it. And I mean, I don't think it That's was terrifying until the eighties that they finally owned up to that, Is that right occurred yeah it that's, was um but awful <laughs> but uh but I, I knew they were making a movie out of it i'm like oh that sounds great oh nicholas cage, nicholas cage is, the, that, is the captain it's that kind of movie <laughs> it's, oh uh, what was the one that he redid that was the kurt cameron oh yeah the uh uh left behind left behind starring nicholas, nicholas cage yeah <laughs> that guy uh that, good. probably I mean, would have made more money with kurt cameron he probably would have. man that dude knows how to throw a film in his trunk and take it around to the churches he's, he, he's the he's the modern day george romero man he's like a little jesified uh bloom house <laughs> yeah you know i mean it's for real like he makes those movies he with does. fireproof and he probably made oh, that thing yeah. for three million dollars i bet you made 30 or 40 yeah i mean you you know you know his sister is kind of a see you next tuesday really yes why she, is that? Uh, so her husband, Valerie Bure, was traded. Uh, the St. Louis Blues, our hockey team here in town, um, signed him, and he never played because he was worthless. 
but his, she showed up. She showed, I can't she play hockey. Why don't they sign me? <laughs> right. I'll not play hockey for half of what that guy was not playing hockey for. Uh, but she was, and she didn't like it here. She was just like super unhappy the, every time she showed up, and we're just like, "Well, stop coming to the games then." Yeah, like, you know, that's huh. fine. It's cold here. I get it. Like you're from California, I understand. Well, it's going to be cold in any ice rink. Right. Yeah, also, Your yeah, husband plays ice. hockey. Yeah. Well, and by plays, I mean never wears a uniform <laughs> ever. Um, Carrie Underwood's husband also plays hockey. Oh, Mr. Right. Mr. Underwood. Yes, that's what we yeah. call him. She shows up to games Not too. Not to his face. You don't. No, no, he's a big boy. Um. Yeah, so this the entire time, like Sully is struggling with the idea, like, did I screw this up? Did I? Could I have made it to LaGuardia? Could I have made it right. to Jersey yeah, or whatever? It's a really good uh, internal struggle. You've like, also got Tom Aaron, Hanks is giving a hell of a performance. I forget how much I like Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, like yeah. He, you just don't see him that much anymore. Unfortunately, in, like in real. I mean, once he did that I Frankenstein thing, he, he did I Frankenstein, uh, and he did. A, he has done Olympus has fallen and London has fallen. Yeah. He's the president in both of those, and it's just like well, Olympus has fallen was a hit. Olympus though. has fallen was good. Like, and, and by good, I mean like. For what it was. For what it was. Yeah. London has fallen not so much. But um, I mean, you know, thank you for smoking. Thank you for smoking. Oh, that was great. Um, the Dark Knight. Ba- yeah, The Dark Knight. Like, that I mean, dude was Two-Faced. The Dark Knight. Knight. What is, what, now, what is this movie? It was this really small budget. Yeah. yeah. It, Nolan, but he was really, you know, you that check indie it out. director? It, the, guy that? Did, the guy that did Pi. And then it's about, what's it about? No. Um, so it's this detective story. Right. Uh, about a guy who is trying to... Um, is he like an there's cop or yeah well sort of he's like a private detective okay yeah Christopher um, Nolan didn't direct Pie that's Darren Aronofsky oh I'm Aronofsky. sorry he did Insomnia Requiem for a Dream and, yeah. and Pie and, yeah okay yeah. he yeah Nolan did the remake of Insomnia yeah. right did he yeah. do the original Insomnia no the original one was a foreign film okay it was like a Norwegian or something oh that's right that's yeah. right um, sorry, I just had to, I'm like wait a minute, yeah, Darren Aronofsky right. was attached to Batman for a while with Batman like, Year One yeah yeah with uh, Jim Gordon sitting on the toilet with a gun in his mouth yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so this movie, the Dark Knight movie, um, correct me if I'm wrong. It kind of sounds like a knockoff of Moon Knight. Um, uh, I, yeah, that's that's been the the deal. He's, okay, he, or Iron Man, kind of. Sure, where, like he he came into a bunch of money. Bunch and he, of built, money. he built his own suit and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. So it's totally. It, yeah, I can that's see probably that. why I haven't heard of it. Yeah, that okay. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and scene. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So like, Aaron Eckhart is his uh, first captain. He's his. Uh, what was the? I was trying to think of the guy's name from Star Trek. Who was Picard's first? What was his name on Next Generation? Wesley? No, Wesley was the kid. Crusher? No, <laughs> but like Jordy Data, LaForge? not Data, nor Jordy, <laughs> or Beverly Crusher. It wasn't her <laughs> either. Pokey Lafarge. <laughs> Pokey Lafarge. <laughs> I can't remember. That. Oh man, that's awful. That guy was. All right, whatever. He's Mr. that Sulu? guy. He's not. Mis- that's the old one. I, I can totally picture who you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, right, right. Jonathan. I don't. I'm not really Davis. a Trek guy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, where's Dan when you need him? Han he Solo. would know. Han I'm going to take my kid to Disney Dan World. Dan is listening to the podcast <laughs> right now, going, "God, dude, I know the answer to this one. What is wrong with you, nerds?" Admiral Akbar. <laughs> yeah. I love that meme where it says, "Use the Force, Harry Gandalf," and it's a picture of <laughs> yeah, Captain yeah, Stewart. Yeah, yeah, I love it so much. Um, yeah. Captain Queeg. Captain Queeg. Yeah. So yeah, this this whole movie is built around uh, this one character, and he's constantly like he is. Like I said, he is getting down on himself. He thinks he screwed this up. He's very he, flexible. Yeah, right. Oh. He's like Especially Marilyn, at that age. He's like yeah, Marilyn Manson. Well, you know, you're away from home a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. yeah. His bottom ribs taken out. Sure. Yeah. Oh man, those were some of my favorite. Looking back on that, that was <laughs> he had the what was the other one? He had the 
the pigment of his iris taken out. <laughs> Looking back, I was like, out. "That was a contact, you moron!" Yeah. That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. How does that even work? <laughs> what was the other? He was uh, that he was the he was kid, the kid from, from Wonder Years. Wonder Years. Yeah, he, he was the, the best the friend. Best friend. Wonder yeah. Years. Um, that one was almost. That one was plausible. When you saw them side by side, you're, you're like, like yeah, "That could be. Yeah, it's possible." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he is like he's going through these hearings, and Michael Malley and all of these the this council they they try to set it up they're setting him up pretty much to be the fall guy and i and i don't you know they want him to admit that he screwed up so that they can fire him and they you know they they can make all these headlines um and sully is adamant he's like i couldn't have like you whatever simulations you're going to run like you cannot factor in the human emotion and the hu- like what yeah. ha- you you just can't do it you can't with all of your computer and all your science, like, you can't f- do this to where you can't recreate it yeah. exactly how it happened. Yeah, you'd have to be there. And they're also doubting. So he says there was total engine loss. And they're and they saying, saying the that, computers like, say that one engine was okay. Yeah, well, it's so like, out. I was there. And they basically are saying, well, there's never been an event where birds have taken out two engines. One is the most, you know, so, so like that would be an unprecedented event. And there's a great line where he says, well, every event is unprecedented until, until it, it happens. happens. Right. And there and are so some great, uh, there are great, great lines, great lines uh, and great performance by Tom Hanks. And it just makes me think of, and I, we all know it in the back of our heads because he always is, but how good Tom Hanks is. Like, yeah, what Tom Hanks is always on. He's always good. Tell he's, me, ha- he's, I mean, Angels and Demons, I feel like was kind of a misfire. I maybe right? that move, well, it wasn't as good as the original for sure. Right. And I don't know how this new one's going to be, but are there three books? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so these aren't, this is based on material. Another, no. Okay. Um, but. I just can't remember a time where Tom Hanks was bad. I'm not saying he's never been in a movie that was meh, but like Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks seems to always. Tom Hanks is going to be. So there is a, in my opinion, there are certain levels of actors, um, and I think Tom Hanks is going to be one of those immortal actors, yeah, like Hall of Fame, easily. First, he's like this generation's Jimmy Stewart. Yes. Yeah, he just yeah, I was, everything uh, yeah. he does. His, his he's just so good. Yep. And uh, and this movie, there's no doubt. It's like he's he's awesome because the the movie focuses on a real person. You know, it just it's mainly just this one guy, and you ha- he has to get you to believe that he's Sully. And you know, the crazy thing is, is after all those headlines, I know Joe, you weren't affected. I was by not this, affected by those headlines. But no. you know, I've seen Sully and heard him yeah. talk and all this stuff he around made the him, rounds. Yeah, but he really did. And I watched this movie, and he kind of escaped into the role. And this is Tom Hanks, which yeah. yeah he, He's not really known for losing himself. No, in a usually role. Tom Hanks. Except, he's Tom Hanks. With the exception of Forrest Gump, he's yeah. never not really no. just been a version of Tom Hanks exactly. on screen. I really felt like I was watching a That's what documentary I was saying. Like, he on was, Sully. He was subdued, and he wasn't like you know. I did. I, Have you ever a, seen the footage of? Is it Haley Joel Osment that was in Forrest Gump? Yeah, that, he's the boy. He, he plays, he plays, the, son he plays the, the son. He plays the son. Yeah. There's footage of Tom Hanks doing a screen test with Haley Joel Osment for Forrest Gump. Right? Yeah. Tom Hanks hasn't like really figured out the character of Forrest Gump yet. So he's just kind of reading it as Tom Hanks. Yeah. And when he doesn't read it as Tom Hanks, it is the creepiest thing you've ever seen. It reads so like really? just almost like a serial killer or a pedophile. It's really or both or both. Yeah. It hmm. doesn't have to be either. or. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it, it's so creepy that's interesting but if you but they he but when he puts on that character it changes the whole thing changes the whole thing yeah i wonder if i i wonder if what uh what was the other one that got a lot of 
Oh, it was um, Billy Billy Bob Thornton in yeah, Sling, Blade. Sling Blade. Like, I wonder if that was the same thing. Like, if you read that... Well, I I called it Kaiser Blade. <laughs> Did you call it Sling Blade? Because I called it Kaiser you Blade. You called it Kaiser Blade? Yeah, I called it Kaiser Blade. <laughs> like Kaiser Soze? No, that's the line of the movie. Some people called it Kaiser Oh, Blade. I was like, I Kaiser, Sling Blade. Kaiser Soze. I don't know. <laughs> there was a direct reference <laughs> to that movie. To the film I mean, we're like, discussing. If you, yeah. if, you let, if, you, if he just reads that as Billy Bob Thornton, maybe that comes off a little weirder. Oh, I don't I'm know sure. how it could yeah. as Billy Bob Thornton. Dude, I don't know how much I'll weirder. I'll tell you, Billy Bob Thornton is one weird dude. I just saw an interview that loves, was... Loves the St. Louis Cardinals, though. Yes, he does. Well, good He's for a him. huge fan. John Hamm, too. I'll take him. <laughs> so but, John Goodman. Yeah, take him, too. But uh, no, I was watching an interview, and I, you know, Billy Bob Thornton is doing this bluegrass band thing. I feel like he's been doing that for a while. A couple years now yeah. he's been doing it. So it's like Billy Bob Thornton and the bluegrass band or whatever he's doing. And so he goes on this interview for this guy like on Sirius Radio. And uh, basically, the reason why they're talking to them is because it's a band headed by Billy Bob Thornton. Sure, of course. That's why they're talking to these guys, right? Let's make no mistake. So the whole band is there, and he talks to all of them, and then the host goes to Billy Bob, and he starts asking him things, and he asks him a question that he doesn't like. And uh, he just that starts, never goes well. He starts giving the first of all, he looks so subdued and so like he's high as F, yeah. Probably. I don't know what the hell his problem is, but he's so weird. And then uh, he starts giving weird answers, like like a yeah, like he asks him a question about uh, music, and he's like, yeah. Well, when I was a kid, I used to collect you know sci-fi magazine, and then I built a model of a spaceship, and I left. It, it, like it is weird because he's giving answers that are unrelated, and then he basically blows up on the guy and says, "You were told not to talk about." anything that wasn't related to this band and he's like well i'm trying to get an idea of your taste as a kid what musical influences you had i mean don't you think that relates i mean people are wanting like to he know wasn't ask, he wasn't asking him bad santa he, questions yeah, he wasn't he yeah. wasn't like so that vial of blood yeah, yeah. Exactly. he wasn't neck. and he said you know and did he, you actually nail Haley? Uh, yeah you know Halle berry <laughs> yeah and so anyway so it's like uh he started asking him and he asked him if so can i smell your finger <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, it was just weird, but man. You didn't wash your hands, did you? We'll have to post that, but if, if to see this interview and, and how he acts, it I, is just I kind so of, awkward. I kind of love seeing those interviews go south. Yeah. Just because it's, it's great. Shows how much it, of an uh, you don't, you don't, As someone who's given interviews or, or like had yeah. to be on the other What's side. What's the worst one you ever did? Uh, I had a hard time pulling answers out of Ben Folds. Um, Interesting. Really? He seems like such a nice but guy. I, but it was like literally the first celebrity interview that I had oh. done. And uh, somebody told me after because I had asked. It, it was, uh, what's the big song? The big really downbeat song that was their first big hit. Brick? Brick. Yep, Brick. Thank you. Yeah. And it was like when that was out. You know, and uh, it's about losing a baby, right? It's about an abortion. Or an abortion, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. And um, so and you asked him some wacky question about <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, can I smell your fetus? No, <laughs> um, uh, no. I had asked him. I forget. And like, it was weird because it was like I had trouble. Like, and it was my very first like interview. Sure. I couldn't believe yeah, they let totally me do right. it. Totally right. You right, know? right. And uh, hey, here's Martin Scorsese. Go. Yeah, and like by the end, it was it was okay. But I asked him something about brick. And it was like I asked about it in a roundabout way because like I could tell the song was about abortion, and he and he he acknowledged that, and like I afterwards somebody told me it was the first time that he that they were like that was dicey because he doesn't like when people ask about if that song's about an abortion, and it was like he wrote it though. I'm like, but how is that song not about an abortion? Right. But um, but uh, but that was I guess I asked it in kind of an indirect way, right? But I don't know that I really ever had. Well, I interviewed David Lee Roth and. Like Ugh. it was like they were like you have David Lee Roth for five minutes. They stressed it like so many times. Five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. 
we asked him because me and another guy named Jason Mack, and we asked him one question. That and went on for... And that dude talked for like 15 It's like minutes. asking Kevin Smith one question. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even have to ask him a question. Yeah. Before you can get your question out, it's 20 minutes in. Except David Lee Roth is like, you know, you need to come <laughs> down to the dojo on the mojo and I'm going to come down. It was like, I like think by the end I bought a used car. Like, I don't understand, but like... I think I just bought an island. Yeah, it was really weird. But like, I mean, man, he was just like off to the races. Wow. And then like when we get off, the handler's like, I told you. I'm like, you need to shut your dude up. Yeah, like, that's I not, don't, don't put that on me. I didn't keep him here. That's like you see that video of Kevin Smith and his daughter? Have you seen that yet? Uh, so they interviewing his daughter. Yeah, it was yeah. like Yahoo. Like yeah. instead of him interviewing people, like she interviewed him, and she's like, "Yeah, because I don't hear him talk enough. I'm yeah. gonna ask him." But she gets out one question, and he goes off for like ten minutes. Yeah. But it's like it's the most beautiful. Like he, she asked him, she's like, "Who's the who's your yeah. favorite actor to work with?" And he was like, "You." And I'm not just saying that. Yeah. Like you know, she's I was, like, you know, shut up. And he's like, "No, really." And this is why. He's and he, and he goes answer, into like yeah. a ten minute. He's like, because if you don't give me the right take, I can ground you. Yeah, right. And like, they're both crying at the end just because he's like, I was going to quit film. And then I sat there and I worked with you on Tusk. And I was like, this is like, you are the reason I'm still making films. And it was, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty, pretty touching. But yeah. Yeah. Um, So so I, I interviewed Marcy Playground. Sex and Candy? Yeah, Sex and Candy. Yeah. And I asked, I, I was in like, only hit, I think. Yeah, they had another like mild hit called Saint Joe and the School Bus, okay. but just at the uh, format. It was and, like Alien Ant Farm. Yeah, and uh, did you ask him which one came first? Do you eat the candy first? <laughs> yeah, and like, then have sex, or do you have sex and then eat candy after? What would you do well, at the same time? I would think like you would eat the candy like just to get your energy level up. You know, my age, it's all about blood sugar. <laughs> yeah, but also it's all about your blood sugar. If you want the taste, <laughs> yeah. you know, to. I, well, they, <laughs> I had read an interview. Myth, they were, <laughs> I had read an interview. They were sick of getting asked where their name came from. Yeah, and it was like, and so. I was like, okay, first question of the interview. I just got to knock this out out of the way. Uh, and they would never answer the question. Yeah. And so uh, I was like, uh, so I'm telling my friends I'm interviewing Marcy Playground. Everybody asked me the same thing. And the guy goes, where do we get our name? And I was like, no, what the hell is Disco Lemonade? <laughs> and uh, and like, there's this beat and they just yes, busted out yes. laughing. Good. And then they were like, and then what was funny is, and then they ended up answering the question about how they got their no, name they because, like, answered it because like he because like i so like messed with his head that i wasn't going to ask that question that's that awesome. he ended up telling that story what, what is disco lemonade i don't even remember like, he, he was like he was like they could just put like words and songs yeah thanks beck <laughs> like <laughs> something right. cherry pie <laughs> yeah i was just like that was that's, that's, i know what cherry pie is but disco lemonade yeah because that guy's dead but the guy from warrant Oh yeah, lead singer died. Cheney Lane. Yeah, yeah and he, he was died. just like he hates. He's like we hate. I hate that song. Yeah, I hate that song. Yeah, uh, I you know I remember when I interviewed Jason Reitman and everyone was like that guy's a prick and like I can't, I went into the interview after like five people left and like man that is not good like apparently the guy was just a real jerk to everybody and I went in and talked to Jason Reitman and I asked him questions that nobody else because here's everyone's question how old was it like working with George Clooney uh-huh. mm-hmm. and it's like dude oh, how many air? times yeah because yeah I interviewed him for up in the air and it's like who is you know everyone's asking that and I don't think I actually asked anything like that I asked him questions about the past and his favorite movies or whatever I, I you know and so after the first question he really I could kind of tell he was just kind of like 
pretty rigid, you know, from the very beginning. He was nice, but just like kind of like, oh, I don't really want to answer any more questions. Right. And after the first question, he was pretty nice and smiled and kind of joked or whatever. So like everyone else is like, oh, man, that was a bummer. And I'm like, I had a great interview with him. Sometimes, uh, you know, those guys are sitting in those chairs for hours. Right. And it you just get takes something. Yeah. It takes something different to get them. Time. You have to remember that. Like people need to not ask those obvious questions because of that reason. And right. All it took was me to just ask him something that was a little different and it made him think there were two questions that he had to stop and he thought for like 10 seconds or so seven <laughs> seconds you know like he thought about my question he's like huh you, you tricked know? me kid but it's cool though you know he didn't have his stock answer where there's firing off you know oh. yeah <laughs> how was how was it like what was it like working with Zack snyder it was really good <laughs> yeah <laughs> can I, I eat my gun now i'm contractually obligated <laughs> yeah. to let me to read my let me read my contract here yeah. <laughs> it was good yeah. i have a statement my attorney prepared exactly <laughs> this I, uh, is we're gonna change the tone of all of these movies <laughs> again again Wait, what is the, what is the latest news on batman v superman don't worry because oh jeff gonna, johns has said jeff the, johns don't worry we're it's gonna be completely different we're gonna fix it and i was like okay we're not worried anymore yeah. no i yeah, well, I'm, you know what i'm not worried anymore because i don't my care. expectations are so low <laughs> yeah we're not worried they're because like we don't lower care. yeah that's yeah. about what it is um so yeah so they in this movie they uh they set up all of they give all of the exact like the wind speed and the speed of the airplane and the weight of the airplane and they're just saying like we've run these simulations how many european swallows it would take <laughs> right to <laughs> pew yeah he, he keeps saying like they've run these simulations and, and they're like, like let me see these simulations and they like, say no, sorry, no. They're classified. and at that point I was like oh uh, yeah the they don't want him to yeah. see it. he's pretty stressed out about these yeah, he you know, he's because he doesn't know like, he he's doesn't... like something doesn't add up here and uh, he ends up going to a bar right with and he sees uh, Michael Rappaport yeah I'm like, Michael Rappaport. that guy's gained a little bit of weight I'm not saying he's huge but like he's, he's always kind of been he just seems like he's kind of I don't know I was just watching he was on Friends and so yeah I was right, watching right. Friends. that was also 20 years ago oh of course of yeah. course but he had his own comedy on Fox not that long ago right um, remember the, but anyway but he was on that I'm not saying he's totally lost himself, but yeah he's just aged and he's yeah, a little heavier he, and I'm like Oh, Mike Rapport. And just seeing him in Friends 20 years ago, <laughs> right, you know, I'm right. like... You don't huh. find him sexy anymore. Yeah, I don't. No. <laughs> yeah. Was he in Copland? Yes. Yeah, okay. Now, is is, is he the He's guy... also in Mighty Aphrodite. He is? He, I'm almost positive That's he the is. Mia Sorvino one? Yeah. What happened I would think of it as a Woody Allen movie, but well, go on. you know. Go ahead. <laughs> now, he's Continue. He's, yeah. he's the guy that lives with Brad Pitt in True Romance, right? Uh Oh. That... Maybe that he goes to visit. Remember when Brad yeah. Pitt's high on the couch? I yeah. Isn't he going to vi- isn't uh, Christian Slater going to visit yeah, Michael Rapaport? Maybe you're right. But anyway, but uh, yeah, he goes to that bar, and I think that's isn't that where he he figures out the time. He figures like out they, the timing. Yeah, they're talking about the timing. So I like the interaction real quick. I like the way that when he sits down, guys. they're like, yeah, the two guys at the end of the bar, and they're like, or well, Michael Rapaport first is like, wait, you're you're the guy. You yeah, know? You're, right, right, you're right. Sully. We made you're a hero. drink made because a drink. of you. And the two guys at the end of the bar totally drunk, and they're just like, hey, yeah, and you know, and Three, talking like two, and what's two the, things, the ingredient? Two is, things of vodka and a splash of water. A splash of water. A splash. <laughs> that got a laugh in our theater. Like that was, that was a good, it was a good line. line, but they're just it was totally... great goose vodka. Yeah. And a splash of water. Yeah. That, uh, that was really fun just seeing the interaction. You know, he sat there for a while like, uh, and then they're like, Hey, look, so he's there and he's there. Oh, and they're man. pointing to the TV. I was like, what happened in this movie? We're, we, <laughs> yeah. we've, we've entered a different movie, yeah. <laughs> but he eventually figures out the timing of the thing. And, and well, the, he's talking to, there's uh, the one guy who's like his handler, yeah. uh, is another one of those bit actors. He was on a good little show on FX. It was one season called lights out. That was kind of like Rocky, where he was like a retired boxing champ, uh, but they were losing a bunch of money, so he was he was going to have to go back into the ring 
and for one last fight, and that was kind of how the season ended. I think this was the plot of the Barbara Streisand film, The Main Event. The Main Event. <laughs> Holt McCallany. Yeah, yeah. Name. He's one. Of, he like when you look at him, he looks like. Well, he was in Fight Club. He was one of those guys yeah. that was in the uh, Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. But lights like I lights out was a few years ago. That was a good little. It's on. I think it's on Netflix now. Um, but I, I'm trying to think if he talks to him or if he talks to the second handler where he's like, you gotta, Oh, it's the second guy where he's like, you gotta let me see it. You gotta let me see the simulation. And they were like, Oh man, I don't know. I don't know if we can do that. And he's like, I'm begging you. Like, just let me look at it. So it oh, comes man. to the he day. Calls of like, up, yeah. He calls up the guy at two in the morning. Yeah. And, and that's another guy. Like, I think that guy was in Zodiac. He was, oh, yeah, on, totally. Yeah, he's one of those like detective guys that yeah. always plays like detective number two. Um, so he like they finally get to the big hearing and they run the simulation and every single time they are they can land like they're landing at LaGuardia they're yeah. landing in Jersey and of course you're just like oh man maybe they could like maybe they could have done it and then out of nowhere Tom Hanks is like make them wait well he knows exactly what he's doing right. because he's already thought all this out and so but yeah watching it as an audience member you're like oh crap oh, they both landed but he goes and he's basically like are we done messing around here because you you gave them the instructions and they knew exactly what to do and they did it as soon as the bird said he's like I, when you're up in the air you don't have the, that kind the of line that i loved is like he where, he where he goes how many times did they practice that yeah, yeah. and they were like 17. What? Oh, man. <laughs> the look, you'd think that, like, she kicked somebody's puppy. Which is true. And it's like, yeah, Sully like, had one one try, and it was life or death, and they had 17 well, practice also, runs. they knew the scenario going in. Right, yeah, They right. knew That's what was going to happen, they so they could instant, like, oh, this happened, let's go over here. Yeah, right. Which, right. which like, is yeah. such BS, which you're just like, this is such crap, they're putting him through this. And so he's like, so, you know, there's no way. And then the guy gets on, uh, Mike O'Malley calls Olmack and asks him, <laughs> you know, you know, talks to someone, and he, he gets back, he's like, you got 35 seconds yeah he's so, like so the the birds so what they're saying is like and of course aaron eckhart's like that's not enough time he's like it, we had 208 seconds like i feel like so that's 35 is a pretty big chunk, pretty of, big that, chunk yeah. of time so like what happens is they re- they rerun the simulation the birds knock out both and engines, they wait for 30 and they wait seconds. 35 seconds and both times like the one time they crash into like a bridge i guess that's what the, the george washington yeah. bridge it looked yeah. like and then the second time they crash right into the city just like yeah he said it was going to happen yeah um, and then like it, it, there are, I love it in movies when the guy, the villain of the movie admits and, and, and these guys aren't the villains. Like they, they think they're, they're doing their job. Right. right. It's you know, just like, like and they, and, mission you know, impossible with Alec Baldwin yeah, as a right. guy that thinks he's doing the right thing. Yeah. Right? And, and ultimately though, they are doing their job exactly. because if, if he had been showboating, that they need to get, they need to get to the bottom of that and get that guy out of there. Correct. Like, yeah. you know, like it's and, just their job. Yeah. And I do, I feel like they were trying to railroad him. Like they they kind well, of try to him, I don't think villainize him a little bit, villainize the yeah, yeah. the 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 panel. But of from people. their perspective, though, the panel you have to understand these people are not uh, pilots. Right. They're not even the engineers. They talk to engineers, but when they get the data back that all simulations show the plane would have landed at LaGuardia, what else are they supposed to do? Right. Like they are given all the evidence that Sully could have done it, and so it's their job. They have proof, and now it's up to Sully to defend it. And right. So, like, I don't think they were coming out of it as a bad place, even though, yeah, like, I hated them in this movie because right. I want Sully to come out and he's the hero. He, I mean, Michael Malley did kind of play it up uh, where he was he he felt like he was smarter than Sully. Yeah. He didn't believe Sully is the right, thing. Like, right. he, so every time Sully would say something, yeah, he he, they would they had exactly. a good, they had a really good back and forth like yeah. at the towards the end of the movie. Um, to where finally 
they run both simulations and Sully was right. Like they couldn't yeah. have made it. And then they listen to the black box. And that's where they show you another angle uh, showing them in the cockpit. Right. And what happened, uh, which was cool. Cause again, it was a totally different angle of the plane flying and everything. And man, I did not realize how close it got to the George Washington bridge. It's very now, close. When you see that he had to make that decision and he had to time it because he was going to go back to LaGuardia. He had to change course and he just barely was high enough to yep. pass it. Like, and I know it looks close, like probably in realist, like it probably was a hundred feet above, but when yeah. you're talking about a huge plane and <laughs> right, a huge right. bridge, that's not a very big it's gap. Not, so anyway, it's amazing to see him navigate that. And that's what was so cool about this movie, seeing it from the different angles. And now you know how impressive what Sully right. pulled off was. So in the one scene leading up to this, you've got the air traffic control. Oh, um, great scene. Who was just, he's calling it out. And he's like, you've got a, you know, we've got a plane in an, an emergency. We, you can land here. Yeah. So like, and you can't hear what's going on on the other end for him. Yeah. Like you just know what's going on. That was so cool to see what, cause also another thing we never knew that like in the real life story, you would have never known. And it's really neat to see like, while this was happening, what a radio control tower does calling different airports, trying to clear runways. And then he had to like, he got in some trouble. Like that was the impression that I got in trouble. I mean, I don't think he got in trouble. I think sad that he lost 155 people. I think what they're, what he's talking about is when they pull him off the board and he's like, you're going to do a urine test. You're going to have to do a, I think that's that's standard. I think you're right. Like the, and the, same way that they're crawling up Sully's ass, yeah. right? Like they got to crawl up this guy's they have ass. To. Like they have did, to. did this happen because you sent them to the wrong place? Did in this a, happen because you could have caught something and you didn't? And you, and if you were, in the first thing they want to know is, were you drunk? Were you high? That's that's kind of in the current climate. It's probably not the most popular thing to compare it to, but it's like a police shooting. Yeah, uh, you know, as soon as it happens, they're like, "Give me your gun. You're going to the hospital. We're going to do this. We're going to, you know, right? All that. Yeah. All there's protocol we have to follow. Yeah." Um, I've been watching a lot of Law and Order, and that happens from time to time. <laughs> uh, dun, 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 dun. Oh, man. No, the other one. Oh, I guess they all have the same theme. Yeah, just yeah. very. Isn't that weird that, like, SVU is the only one left? Like, yeah. the original Law and Order is gone. Oh, well, look how long Benson was on after Soap got canceled. Oh, that's true. Soap only lasted five seasons. I think Benson, Benson was, was on what? for, like, nine or ten. <laughs> so, in my head, I was like, Olivia Benson <laughs> from SVU? <laughs> She's been on forever. Uh, yeah, Criminal Intents over. That was my favorite one. Yeah. I've never Dinofrio. seen one of those. Oh shows. man, Vincent D'Onofrio. It's I heard Sherlock he was Holmes. Good on that, really? Like, yeah, he's he's Sherlock, and the other gals. I've never watched Watson. one procedural show like that oh, man. ever. Not Law and Order. One. Those Law and Order was good. Law and Order was nice, like little. They're like the airport novel. Yeah, of television. I, I may yeah. someday have to go back, but I've never. Yeah, what's I think the they have. CSI. I've never seen a CSI. The only reason I watched CSI is because they played it after Raw. I tried yeah. watching CSI because it was like, oh, I like Law and Order. People were about CSI, and I was like, what a snooze. Yep, it was. Boring. Yeah, I've never seen either, and so now there's so many, and I'm like, where would I even begin? Law and Order. Begin okay. Law, I, the I original Law and Order. You start at the beginning. Yeah. Dragnet. Yeah, that's well, true. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hill Street Blues. Yeah. In the heat of the night. Um, so in the end, with a 30 second delay, they both, seconds, yeah, they, they both, they they both, both crash, and so at that point, all the people are there. The board is like, you can tell yeah. every. The board is like tail between their legs they're like you're a great pilot yeah you're Skylar, so wonderful Skylar starts giving a personal you know you know yeah. it's my personal opinion that you're a you're hero amazing and these people are alive because of you and he's like they're alive because of the flight attendants and because of the control which is, tower which is true it's like not, that, it wasn't I mean, just that, him yeah. it's not just self-serving because or false modesty because i mean 
you know, that was also part of why the NTSB kind of had to crawl up his butt because, okay, he landed the plane. Right. But what if they couldn't have got enough boats there? They would have just drowned. They would have. And it was January. It was so cold. they were They were cold because, like, the, the movie, the movie pretty so, okay. much goes out with a great laugh line where, he's, where they were like, <laughs> what would you have, looking back, would you have done anything differently? And the co-pilot says, I would have done it in July. <laughs> great ending line. Yeah. That was good. That was a perfect ending line to this movie. Was, yeah. I will say, the CG with the cold air breath. That was annoying. Really? I don't know why I found that so annoying, but like huh, it I didn't, didn't seem it. it didn't seem natural at all. Huh. Uh, it didn't like coincide with his breath. Really? Yeah, no, it was, I didn't it was very it. awkward. The other I mentioned the last episode was the David Letterman stuff. Okay, so what? So if you look at that, I have to believe is it the real people with them? In I the think background? that I think they CG they CG'd out the original people right and CG'd in the actors but kept david letterman yeah right and i just thought it was it just it seemed weird it looked natural to me though it didn't to me like really they were like i, felt I was like, wondering how they did that because i'm like that looks like they're really he's really interviewing it, he them. was a different color like really? he's if you uh, in from my eyes well, like it looked like IMAX they were show. maybe you should go maybe see it from i did not the, uh, i saw it at the brilliant chase. color and uh, uh it looked like they were a darker okay. pigment and where David Letterman... Oh, so like people with darker pigment couldn't land this plane? That's that what you're saying? Yeah, so that did what you saying? not see Flight? <laughs> he did the same thing. <laughs> he, he did turned, it drunk he and was, high. Yeah, he, he turned was. that some bitch upside down. Yes. Oh, damn. Did <laughs> drunk and high and he still did it. So you, but, I mean, you just take your yeah, racist sorry. bullshit somewhere else. It looks like they photoshopped in the, okay, the, other, gotcha. the, the, the actor crew. Yeah. The other yeah. actress uh, was the not the gal who cuts her foot. But the other one is the gal that can't read in a league of their own. Like it's just that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like it's when I'm looking, I was like, "Why do I know?" Who? Oh, it's the gal that says bosoms and thinks it's very. <laughs> what funny. do you watch? Orange is the New Black. No. Oh, okay. Is she on that? No, but there's oh. a, the there's an actress on there who's in League of Their Own that you which would, one? The uh, she, on the show she plays like this crazy lady with like really short blind blonde hair. Yeah, and she's like got a mental illness where she's like kind of I guess like schizophrenic or something, and she's hearing voices. And, right. And uh, and she's the little sister. Hmm. A kid. Yeah. Tank Girl. Yeah. Lori Petty. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She was you would not of, recognize her. She like, was sort of the Joker on Gotham. Like oh, really? she, yeah, I, she, I gave up on Gotham. As well, you should have. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's, that's Lori Petty as oh. the female Joker. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize that. She's, oh man. That, I, I love League of Their Own. Also Tom Hanks. Yeah. yeah. That's All right. <laughs> what if when I go to catch a fall ball, my bosoms fall out? Hey, there ain't nobody on the East Coast that hasn't seen your bosoms. And in retrospect, it's Madonna. It's like, no, you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of how it ends. And, like, they do a nice little um, montage at the end with the the original original passengers. Schindler's List a a little little bit. bit, A little bit. Reading their numbers from their seats. (laughs) Also ripping off Schindler's number. Um, Can you you imagine uh, asking those people? To get on a plane to come to this thing? <laughs> They're like, oh, nope. They're like, will Sully be flying it? <laughs> then you can suck it. Negative Ghost Rider. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, Jimmy Olsen from Superman Returns is in this movie. And then they kill him. <laughs> Wait, that's he, who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays okay, one I, of the geese. <laughs> okay. I, when I saw that kid that got separated from his family, I'm like, who We're the hell? With it, bro. Who the hell is this kid? Because I know that actor, and it's Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Olsen. Thank yeah, you. The one that Thank makes you. it through yeah. a Superman movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was a good. This is a good little. 
You know, I think this is a good, solid movie like Hell or High Water. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is one of those movies that, that the older audience is going to go like. to. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's one of those. It was definitely old. My a, audience was definitely skewing towards the Yeah, older, mine too. Right. But, but it's just a good old movie. Like, this is the type of movie that I love to go watch. It tells a good story, good acting. You don't have to have a bunch of crappy CGI action stuff. You know nope. what I mean? The CGI was used to recreate the, the plane. It looked good. But other than that, it was just characters and well-written and you yeah, know, I'm, always a, story. I'm always a big fan of character driven, yeah. you know, uh, don't get me wrong. I love the big budget within reason as long as it's done well. Yeah. But you know, we, we've had a long I think summer. What it comes down to is we like anything if it's done well. That's true. Course, yeah. But also like except steaks. That's ugh, Ooh, man. Good, what what yeah. done medium rare. Gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we've had it, it's. Y- summertime movies have become disaster porn. Like that's what they are yeah. at this point. So getting a little bit of a breather with hell or high water, which is funny because watching this movie, I thought, I thought that, uh, that Clint Eastwood should start directing porn. <laughs> <laughs> he does have an eye for it. I well, guess. no, I mean, think about it. It, 208 seconds of action. What more do you need? Spread over 90 minutes. Yeah, right. Like, right? Wow. like that's, that's, that, that's he's got a, He's got a gift Man. for the porn. I'm just saying. That guy is like... And you see that scene from same from many different right. angles that's and true. POVs. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think about yeah. that. That's so you don't point. have to start over. You can just resume where you were and, and this see case, a different angle. And in this case, the POV, the V stands for vagina. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Point of vagina. Okay. Right. Yes. yes. But uh, he's 86 years old and still a competent director. I know he's had some misses recently with uh, his what movies. I, was first I think so. His last movie was American Sniper, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I that think. was great. But I mean, uh, with the uh, first pitch. The baseball thing. He didn't direct that, though. He was just, oh, an, he he was just oh. an actor in that. Gran oh. Torino was supposed to be his, his swan song to acting. And then he's he was oh. like friends or something with the guy that was making... Fever Pitch. Oh, no, okay. is that what it was called? No, first, first, first Pitch. pitch. Fever Pitch no, is the Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon, Fallon movie. Fuck that movie. <laughs> and uh, Thank you for more to edit. Yep, yeah. You're welcome. Um, I know you missed me last week. But uh, he like did it as a favor. Okay. Like, he did, okay, he did not direct you. that movie. And just to be clear, I, I thought that it he, is awful. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's, it, that's Amy Adams and Justin Timberlake? Yeah, yeah. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. For whatever reason. And he was good. You know, I like Justin Timberlake. It's a shame because he keeps making movies and and like they're bad but not for not he's because not of him it, with the exception of social network which for justin timberlake for justin timberlake yeah he's a good actor oh, yeah. alpha dog he was good you mean dog. did you not like social network no no no. i'm saying no, that was, social social network network was, was a good movie oh okay, i forgot okay. about alpha dog but alpha he did dog, he was good but yeah. he did love guru justin timberlake he's in the love guru yeah he's like Dang. the guy yeah he's like the cook yeah he's like the chef the personal oh, chef so but uh, but yeah overall i i i enjoyed this movie i guess well done hereafter i didn't like Jay Edgar was kind of polarizing. Yeah, it was boring. So I mean, and then he did Jersey Boys, which I enjoyed because I like musicals. But I know a lot of people were on. I the forgot fence about, about Jersey that. Boys. Yeah, so that was yeah. three in a row. Yeah, I had not, forgotten about Jersey. Boys. I forgot about Jay Edgar. Yeah. He did not adapt that movie. That, that no. I feel like he's yeah, not compared to how much to... fun the show is. Oh, the show is. I, like I think we just, mentioned it. It is a fun. The show is just like a shot fun. of adrenaline. It's man. amazing. And then you watch the movie and you're like, so it's like you know who should have directed Jersey Boys? Who's that? Martin Scorsese. Oh, like well, because, after seeing Wolf of Wall Street. Because it needed that level that, of yeah. manic energy like you yeah. get in that opening scene in Goodfellas yeah. or whatever. And if he had yeah. and he loved he loves old Hollywood movies. Absolutely. He, he, I bet you he'd have jumped at Jersey Boys. Yeah. So they're so, so yeah. So, so he's back on track, it yeah. seems like uh he's done pretty well. Hopefully he, I don't know I don't know how many more he's got in him. 
86 that's, though but that's i mean this is a movie with this is a movie with some uh i mean it's not really action based but like those scenes all the different landing scenes i mean they were intense and the different shots of the plane and having to visualize how that would look and work he, with all the people like it clint eastwood about 20 years ago legends of the, the dark knight returns Oh yeah, I that's oh, he would have made an amazing. He would have been Batman. an amazing Batman. Oh, oh yeah, or I even s- Kingdom Come. Yeah, Kingdom Come. Or, or do you know what would be great is to do just a, a good animated version. Just let him voice it. They you did. know what? It was Peter Weller, but let him voice. That, it. That would be you great. know what? Batman Beyond. He would make. Yeah, old they could do Bat- Old Man Bruce. Like that would be year old Bruce. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, so good. So anyway, there's uh, Sully for you. Yeah. I guess no Mike uh, Wazowski. No Mike Wazowski. Was a little no disappointing. Yeah, was a little bit of a bait and switch yeah. there. So uh, I guess uh, let's go around the table and everybody can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Bracket. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Don't forget, if you would like to continue the conversation online, you can do so at facebook.com slash Real Spoilers or on Twitter at Real Spoilers. Uh, you can't talk to us on our Facebook page or on our web page, but you can uh, still go there to <laughs> realspoilers.com or dirtypiratehookers.com. What's, what's not the love? So I guess next week. Just make sure you type that plural. I've not, yeah, we <laughs> don't tried the singular yeah. version, but and, I mean, you might not find You're going to type it plural because here's why. I can tell me. Why one, do you want one? Why, why would you only want one dirty pirate hooker no. when you could have multiple dirty <laughs> pirate <laughs> hookers? We should not have to explain this okay, to you. That's yes. True. Yeah. <sighs> Get it you right fools. Uh, so uh, anyway, so uh, I guess next week we will tackle the Blair Witch, which yeah. is uh, she's a shifty one to, to tackle. Oh, yeah. man. All those oh, yeah. twig figures are they're yeah. back. They're back. They're, they're back. back. Well, hopefully it's, you know, better than Book of Shadows. It has to be. It has to be. <laughs> oh, yes. please. That's not yeah. even, that's not yeah. even yeah. in the discussion. That's an option. <laughs> yeah. It has to be. But this also be, famous last words. This could be Adam Wingard's uh, big hit. Yeah. Adam Wingard did some other stuff. And this could be the big, the, the one that sets him up there with Fetty Alvarez and those new horror directors. I'm hearing mixed reactions, so that's we'll what I'm hearing see. as well. Yeah, I'm so. hearing good. I'm hearing not so good. Yeah. So we're well, gonna you have know to there see. was a lot of mixed reactions to the original Blair Witch. Like yeah. a lot of people felt like it was anticlimactic. I disagree, but well, I guess we can. Oh, that was have, a great we movie. Have that conversation. Yeah, yeah, I think we that will. Was a great so, uh, movie. So anyway, so that's it for this time. Uh, until the next time, Lindbergh lands in France. If I were a rich man with a million or two. I'd live in a penthouse In a room with a view And if I were handsome No way It could happen Cause dreams do come true I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you Wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. If you're in need of a property insurance partner to help your business remain resilient, FM Global is the perfect choice. We employ science, data, and research to help assist you in making informed risk mitigation decisions. We will collaborate with you to identify and reduce risks linked to natural disasters while providing solutions that promote a more sustainable future. 
Let's prepare to prosper. Wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have. 